What's an ASMR community? ASMR? Oh, well, all right. I'm not very... I'm inundated with information, so I feel like I don't remember things very long. Autonomous sensory meridian response. So it's like when people are really into the sound of like people whispering. They'll do those videos where they'll just whisper forever about everything. Or like people smushing their face into bread. Bread. Are you kidding me? This is a thing? Mm -hmm. That's fucking hilarious. It's amazing. You've never heard of that? No. Oh my God. Really? All right. Well, get on it. ASMR. ASMR. Mm, I wonder if I'd be into that. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fucking Fine. I'll see you soon, the show about all things millennial anxiety. I'm Cece, your host for this week's regular-sized Rudy episode of Fucking Fine. I'll see you soon. It is April Fool's Day, and uh, it's been officially canceled this year. I've seen very few jokes on the internet, although I am tending to stay off the internet, but it seems like people are taking life a lot more seriously, which makes sense. I mean, can you blame them? Um, so it's, it's canceled this year, which I've been typing a lot lately because there's been so many things canceled, but I am always so confused about whether or not to put one or two L's in there. Um, I think one spelling's like British or something, but yeah, this is just, that's just my thoughts on what I've been thinking. So I figured instead of pranking you guys, I would tell you a little overview of where April Fool's Day came from because I didn't really know and I just woke up and it made me think of Notre Dame and Esmeralda and that's really not reality. So I'm going to bring you the um, from history.com as in the History Channel a a summation of an awesome article they posted. These are all facts. No jokes. Facts only. So obviously we all know April 1st is celebrated on the 1st each year um, for several centuries by different cultures. We've been celebrating this holiday, though they're really not sure the exact uh, origins. So some historians think that uh, it dates back to 1582. France had switched their calendar from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar as we use today. Uh, which was called for by some Trent Council bullshit who really gives a shit about the facts like that, the specifics. We're not we're we're here for um quality content only and not a his there will be no exam given after this. <sighs> yeah, so the new year and the Julian ca- calendar began with the spring equinox around April first. So people were slow to get the news, they failed to recognize the start of the new year, and they continued to celebrate it during the last week of March through April 1st, and they became the April Fools, because they were late to the times. They they were subject to pranks that included paper fish placed on their backs, being referred to as poison d'avril, April fish, which that's kind of fucking stupid. Uh, said to symbolize a young, easily caught fish and a gullible person. Oh, okay. Maybe it makes more sense. Uh, historians have also linked April Fool's Day to celebrations um, in ancient Rome festivals at the end of March by cult followers. They involved people dressing up in disguises and mocking their sit- fellow citizens and even magistrates, which is like government. And was <laughs> duh. <laughs> 
I don't know. I think I said that more for me than for the listeners. And it was said to be inspired by Egyptian legends. And similar to the speculation that April Fool's Day was tied to the vernal equinox. Sammy, get out of here. My dog is like fucking going nuts over the fact that I've been home all the time. It's pretty incredible. Um, so April Fool's Day was tied to the vernal equinox or the first day of spring in the northern hemisphere when Mother Nature fooled people with changing unpredictable weather. Like, haha, sake bitch, it's actually freezing outside. So this day spread throughout Britain during the 18th century. In Scotland, there was a tradition, it stretched into two days, a two-day event where people would hunt the gawk, um, which people were sent on phony errands. Now, gawk means cuckoo bird, which is a symbol for a fool, obviously, cuckoo. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Heh, heh, heh. We're making, making connections here, people. And it involved pranks played on people's derrieres, as the History Channel article liked to phrase it. I just call it butt, but such as pinning fake tails or kick-me signs on their butts, uh, which is pretty funny. And in modern times, we celebrate um, basically by telling people we're pregnant on Facebook. So that's kind of how April Fool's came to be and what it has evolved to in three minutes, four minutes. (sighs) I'm just going (laughs) to leave that with you. I'm going to, on a serious note, try to keep up with this as long as I can. Um, it is obviously hard to get one-on-one with a co-host, uh, face-to-face, so I'm going to see what I can do to keep us entertained throughout this period of uncertainty. Uh, so far I've been fortunate enough to get, um, somebody slated for next week and potentially the following, uh, but again, it's hard with travel bans and, you know, certain restrictions, for me to not break the law and keep doing this the way I have been doing it. It may mean changes in the format or what have you, but I'm going to do my best because honestly, I really don't have much else to do. I cleaned my room again for like the fifth time and um, I feel like I should be producing some content other than shitty Instagram videos of me singing in the car while I drive to nowhere because I need to get out of the house. I know you're all with me. I hope you're hanging in there. I have an awesome, like I said, regular-sized Rudy episode for you this week. My friend Steve Levine, Stephen, had invited me, Stephen Daniel Levine invited me over to record. We kept our distance. I am fortunate to have a setup where I can keep my distance. I have nice cords between my mics that can take us up to 12 feet apart. So don't worry. I'm not spreading anything I mean, I'm probably spreading things. We're all all probably spreading things. Who are we to say? Let's be kind to another one another. Let's keep each other um in our th- our thoughts, prayers, vibes, what have you. I am grateful you're back listening. And I mean, again, what else do you have to do? Share it with a friend. Friend tells you they're bored. Send them this episode. Send them your favorite episode. Like, rate, subscribe. Cascade on Instagram. Cynical candor and everything else. You know what to do. Thanks as always, and again, I really hope you're hanging in there. You got this. You can do it. All right. Here's Steven. Record yourself singing and stuff like right. that, too. But I'm more like, um, see, like, um, I do that a lot. I do this thing where I go, a lot. 
<laughs> I don't know. I go, that yeah, one. yeah. Interesting. Mm. A lot. So, like, those little things are So, weird. you're noticing your own tics? Yes. That's funny. And I don't know if I normally always sound like that. It's just because we're talking. It's a different format, like a different setting of talking to somebody. I don't know where I put my vape, man. Oh, here. So, speaking of vapes, I work at the Vapor Chef again. Do you? Because I um, switched back to one that I refill. So, I would nice. love yeah, to... Yeah, I got the hookup, dude. Cop some juice. Got you. And um, all of uh, the vape community is um, going crazy because every like vape place is out right now. No one's allowed to be... Shipping shit? No, no, no. no. Um, well, maybe. Uh, but every vape store is like close their doors because they're a non-essential business. Uh-huh. So... Uh, what about online orders? You can still order online, right? Exactly. So my lovely director of operations um, uh, filled out this whole form and said why it's supposedly a life-sustaining business because the people would then go to tobacco. Because they could get cigarettes. Exactly, which could hurt them. And so from there, they deemed us to be a life-sustaining business. So. So now I have a, a letter and stuff like that that says I'm allowed to drive at any You're an hour. I'm an essential employee. That's terrific. <laughs> That's terrific. Well, oh, man. I just pulled out my old vape juices, and there was one from you guys. It wasn't Dragon's Blood or something like that. Oh, God. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was something it was, weird. Maybe it was a Hobbs Blood. Hobbs Blood. Yo, that shit's awesome. Hobbs blood. I want to re-up on the Hobbs yeah, blood. Yeah, dude. That's, a, that's one of the best sellers. And the weird thing about vaping juice like that is that when you... Because I switch around a lot. And then when I go back to certain flavors, I'm reminded of the time period in which I really smoked that one a lot. Mm-hmm. It's very bizarre. Oh, like... This is like a year and a half ago, probably. Like, uh, for the fall time, there's nothing like vaping nutty caramel apple. Mm. And it just takes you right to like October, Halloween yeah. time, going on hay rides and shit. Football games. Football games. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin spice lattes, white bitches, basic white bitches and Uggs and leggings and North Faces. Oh God, they need to change that to fucking. I think it's they need over. to change it to just basic people. Because like I totally do that, and yeah. I wear blue jeans and a white tee all the time. But it's like, you got like a James Dean type thing going on right now. Sick. I Yo. haven't seen you since you got Fucking, your hair. Thank you. Oh, we shouldn't fist. Oh, no. Quarantine time. Fucking, um, yeah. Yeah, air cheers. Air um, cheers. For the first time in a long time, my hair is longer than yours. I know, right? Ugh. And I want to get it cut so bad just to trim the dead ends, but... I like the short hair, but I love I loved your long hair. Dude, you can pull off any hair entirely. Most people, I think, can. But yeah, I guess it's how you own it. It's all yeah. It's that's a huge thing. I mean, with the long hair though, it did bring a fucking energy with it that was mm-hmm. just like adventure. Wow. Yeah, you know. Not to say it was like you know. You do I'm, look a little more clean cut now, even though you still got a. A short beard. I would say a kempt beard. Is kempt a word? I will say today it is. It's a kept beard. Kept. Um, Ooh, excuse me. So thanks for having me. We're coming to you from the city of brotherly love again. What, what, what is this neighborhood considered? 
I think this is considered, it's either considered Mayfair or Torsdale or something like that. Yeah. But we're right next to Frankfurt and Academy. Any Philly person would know where that's at. For some reason, I headed down Route 1. Like, I think I was thinking you lived closer to Ronnie Hibbs's. No, but he's not far away at all. He's, uh, he's right at the boulevard in Grant. You just go right up Grant and mm-hmm. right up Academy. And then you're pretty much at my house. Well, and who are you? Whose house are we at? Oh, right, <laughs> dude. What's up, people? My name is Stephen Levine. Stephen Daniel Levine. How old are you, Stephen Daniel? I am 28 years young. 28 club. I know, right? I, I, I got out of the 27 club. I thought I was going to die a few times, but we're all good. And now we're in the 28 club thinking I'm going to die a few times. <laughs> we um, got such a, there's a world travesty going on. Yeah, we're working through it. Um, we are far enough apart. We accidentally fist bumped, but, you know, I'm hand sanitizing as we speak. <laughs> I fucking hate this so much. So I think I actually already had it. Um, Do you? Back in January, beginning mm-hmm. of January, I was sick as fuck. I had a two-day fever, my yeah. maybe three-day fever, and my family... Came, it was so funny because... My family is like an extra cautionary kind of person, like uh, love conspiracy theories, like don't believe shit kind of thing. And they, when they came over, like they had like rubber gloves on and stuff like that. And like they didn't want to be anywhere near me and stuff. They brought me all this food and stuff. They were fucking lovely. They're fucking lovely people. One of them said a prayer for me and shit because I just looked like death. Yeah. I know. But I thought it was so funny that they came in looking like, you know, like, quarantine yeah like i just came stepped out of a ufo mm-hmm. and uh lo and Has lo and behold since. as soon as i was done with that i ended up having a cough for like two and a half fucking weeks mm-hmm. and as soon as uh, i wasn't sick during the cough but i was I like legit just had like a pneumonia kind of thing going yeah. on i guess eventually coughing up blood from just how much coughing i was doing and That's uh, then it just went away and i was fine and I was fine even doing the crazy. Too. But it's so goofy now that now people are going to the food store wearing face right. masks and rubber gloves right. and stuff like that. And uh, I might have thought my family was being overdramatic back in January, but that was before anyone even heard of COVID-19. But I've been sicker than I've been in ages since, like, last fall. Same. Just off and on, and I never get sick, so, and knock on wood, because I've been doing good through this whole thing, but I was sick right before this all lockdown type style thing went on, like two and a half weeks before the panic really started to rise up, and I was like, I could use the fucking time off two weeks ago, like, I'm so annoyed (laughs) that now when I have the energy and I feel good, and I'm like, all right, give me dog walks to do, everybody's home. It's whatever, man, just be happy to have your health. Mm -hmm. It's it's fucking crazy. I can't complain. So what's your sign? When's your birthday? My birthday my birthday and year is September 19th, 1991. So that's 191991. I'm a Virgo. My moon is in Aquarius or rising in Aries or something like that. I know I'm supposed to be more Aries than anything, even though I'm a Virgo hmm. and Aquarius for the other part. Interesting. Aquarius are cool. I guess so. I mean, I think I'm kind of cool. And um, Aries are 
spicy. You're a Virgo, right? No. I forgot. I'm a Capricorn, but oh, that's right. I'm a fellow Earth sign. So we're Virgos, Capricorns, and... Cheers. Uh, Taurus, I think. I think. I don't know. I, you know, I can't keep shit straight these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really losing my damn mind. Well, that's why we have the uh, internet to keep it's us... It's not good for me. Keep us on, like, what does this mean and what is that? I still have Facebook deleted. I can't, you have Facebook like, deleted? No, no, excuse me. Sorry. The app deleted. Oh. I go out on my laptop and I will occasionally check on my phone, like, I've been actually maybe looking at every Facebook two days. every other day now. Every every day, I can't probably. Do it. I can't. Twitter, fine. Instagram, fine. Um, but yeah. Never been on Twitter. Is it as much of you're a cesspool as everyone makes it out? You're today? not miss much. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I'm on it because it's trash memes that are making me feel better about my situation, which Word. really isn't that bad. But um, you know, I'm one of those people that's not an essential employee that. Is like, thank God I live with my dad and he'll bail me out during this time period because oh, yeah, my job's been... There's a lot of people uh, I feel bad for. Like, yeah. And I don't, I'm not looking for sympathy. Again, I have it really easy comparatively, but it's, it's yeah. I'm still going to file for unemployment. Can you file for unemployment? No. no. Because I was working for a company as a subcontractor, as a consultant, Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they told me they don't, they're shutting down or whatever. My boss from that company just called me today. Windows? Uh, w- yep, windows and mm. roofing and doors and siding and exterior remodeling for Homestar. Reach for the stars. <laughs> and uh, no, he called me today, though. We had a good long conversation. He told me, hey, dude, they actually changed everything. Like, if you're a 1099 person, you can file for unemployment. Mm. So that's dope. Also, for unemployment... Apparently, they're going to be throwing in an additional $600 a week per person just to kind of bolster the economy up. Well, that's nice. Nice Fuck of that. Yeah. Um, but if it's, I'm in a whole fucking weird world of healthcare and stuff right now that's all on pause because none of it's being processed by the government. My student loans, the fact that they're not going to charge student loan interest for like three months is a big enough relief. Because I looked at how much interest I've gained since I graduated college, and I was just like, Jesus. Yeah, that scares the fuck out of me. I am like, I still kind of want to like go to college. Yeah. I still do. For some kind of fucking science thing, I have some vision in my head of me being some fucking nerd. (laughs) And I just, I'm not going to do it. I know I'm not going to do it just because I would rather make money. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to these days. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But, so, you're a Virgo. Um, I think you're pretty Virgo. I would say so. I would, yeah. You're pretty in tune with the earth. Perfectionist. Something like that. That's to a sure. degree. I'm trying to, like, lay off that a little bit. Like, those last three songs that I put on... Uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. like I didn't want to put them on at all. But then I was thinking about that guy Russ. I think he like some musician named mm-hmm. Russ, and he was just like I like him throwing out a million things, even if he doesn't like it, he's still gonna throw it out. So I was just like, you know what? I have like so many fucking things. Why not just do it? Throw it out. Yeah, it and it's matter. the time because people need to consume information right now. They're bored. 
that part I wasn't really thinking about, but you do have a point. Yeah. 110%. That's the one reason I think this is like kind of, well, this, this doing the podcast is keeping me afloat because one, I'm forcing myself upon, I'm going to run out of people soon. I'm going <laughs> to need guests because nobody wants to be around me. Well, so, and it's not personal. That sounded really sad. <laughs> Around anybody. Understandable. You know? Yeah. It's it's crazy for my for my for my other job, uh, I'd go to people's houses and mm-hmm. sell them on getting a new roof if if they need it, of course. And uh they don't want anybody in their house right now. No. Just some random dude coming up like, Hey, I think you need a new roof. That's why my dad's been considered essential because of the whole cable internet thing. Oh god, yeah. And if if there was no internet, imagine how Imagine people losing their I was talking right to now. my friends about it the other night. I was like, thank God this didn't happen in like the 90s. We would be freaking the fuck out. Oh, yeah, dude. Before Netflix? Oh, my God. We'd be so pissed. Oh, my God. Can you imagine living in the Southwest and like <sighs> seeing like a meth addict who's like not allowed to go outside? It like just so happens yeah. to be your neighbor, you know? Yeah. And they're just, you know, fucking hitting that white lightning like it's nothing. Oh my god. Oh, let me watch TV screaming. Oh, god. oh my god. That my, would be the time. My brother Tom has a house in uh <laughs> Bristol Borough and mm-hmm. his neighbor is a fucking crazy person. Probably on meth, probably on all sorts of things. Yeah. And I've heard the guy just yelling and shit like that before. Nothing. Literally talking to himself, loud as hell. Yeah. Because he's some kind of drug addict. and uh, Drugs are crazy, man. Yeah, dude. You can't be fucking around with that kind of shit. Is Listen, it? I'll indulge, though. Yeah, same. Can it's- we talk about... Do you care if we talk about drugs on here? Let's talk about it. Okay. Well, I was supposed to do shrooms this weekend. So was I. You were supposed to do shrooms this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping we could talk about it but then it didn't happen it didn't happen so <laughs> your, your girl bailed on you yeah my girl uh she ended up having an ear infection so we were like yep that's not a good time to be doing that yeah that would be horrible because mm-hmm. you imagine oh my god your heart would beat out of your fucking oh, ears fuck that. also i'm kind of scared too i have like this tooth infection going on right now mm. and like sometimes it's like just the kind of pain that just Brings you to your fucking Mouth knees. Mouth pain is incredibly, like, intolerable. Or if I was, Any pain if I was in your on head. mushrooms when that happens. Yeah. Oh, no. Any yeah. pain in your head. Oh, yeah. Although, would you feel the pain or would it numb you out, you know? Oh, no. I don't know. I would just get really weirded out by the entire process. Yeah, I agree. Um, All right. Well, we'll come back to that. Let's finish this intro, John. Intro, um, John. How oh, look we, at that. So you have notes and stuff. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing, you're, I think, episode 30, so. Fuck, yeah. We've been doing this for a long time now. Let's I think see. I'm 36, I saw on Spotify. 30. Last episode was 29. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. No 30 wrong. weeks. 30 weeks of this bullshit. So, um, yeah, so how did we meet? <laughs> so, we met in high school. I think we formally met outside of high school we had gym class together though yeah but i wasn't the most extroverted person in high school no but i remembered who you were yeah i knew who you were from gym class yeah and we were both good souls we 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 definitely (laughs) noticed we both noticed each other that we were both just good fucking people 
And uh, I remember really bonding with you, though, at the abandoned marina in Croydon. Mm. We've talked about this plenty of times, but uh, smoking weed at the abandoned marina over in Croydon and uh, talking about, of course, what most people talk about when they're smoking weed. Aliens and life. Yes. All sorts of crazy shit. That was after high school and I was in college. Yes. Yes, it was. And, and you were doing some lock lock business. Locksmith business. Yeah. Yes. Still doing that today. It's dope. That was cool. Yeah, my brothers kind of had that front. And uh, I should probably really start pushing that way more now. In fact, front? I'm going like, to. Like for pot? <laughs> for pot? A front? It's a front? No. <laughs> that would be really cool, though. Oh, I would love oh, to. Wait, have my wait, front. back it up. What do you mean? Now pushing it, okay. uh, the locksmithing, like pot, and stuff like that. Pushing the drugs. Yeah, push. <laughs> I, I barely even smoke weed anymore. Me neither, really. But this quarantine, really? this Surprise. quarantine, I am getting through on tooting the pen throughout the day, just a sativa to get me by because <sighs> your girl is struggling. Oh man, it's um. I'm glad the liquor stores are closed. Otherwise, I probably would be drunk every day. But them being closed has given me a purpose to live. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I fucking I lucked out. I um, I mean, sure, I have my my job and, and stuff like that. But I'm only at work two days a week. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the time, I have free time on my hands, and I just so happen to get into a relationship. Like, right as all this was happening. That's a good timing. So it's like, oh, honeymoon phase, quarantine and chill. Yeah. Fucking sweet. Good timing. You're not alone. You're not lonely. I've been, I just tweeted the other day that the last six songs I added to my Apple Music playlist were all about being lonely. Oh, shit. (laughs) It's amazing how music will have that impact on you, man. And they're not sad songs either. Some of them are upbeat, but they just all have the underlying theme of, like, it's just me out here. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been writing? Um, I've been trying. I've been writing for freelance stuff, um, but that's done with. My internship is on hold, so I wrote some stuff for that last week, and I'm waiting to hear if they need anything else. Um, for me, I've been jotting stuff down, but it's really hard for me to work from home home like even I work from home generally but it's usually somewhere I'm dog sitting or I go to a coffee shop just to like get out of my because I have insomnia issues so it's not good for me to work in my bedroom you know what I mean yeah but I can't work downstairs with my dad and brother because they're a distraction and it's all just one big fucking clusterfuck of like I can't do this here so what about writing songs music music no no, I have not felt called to write music. I have picked my guitar back up and been working through covers of stuff, which I think has been a good exercise. But um, my head's not in the space for writing music right now. Word. I'm more in like a I need to get out and exercise space. I've been very much bored of meeting. And, um, Dude, that's like the... Worst thing to do ever. It I is. I did it last night. I wasn't even bored. I was tired as fuck. But I came home. I hadn't been home in like three days. And I came home and saw that there was chocolate cinnamon toast crunch on top of my fridge. I didn't even know that existed. So I that had to eat fantastic. it. I had to eat it. And then I ended up staying up till like uh, 12.30 when I had in my head that I was going to go to bed at 10. 
and mm-hmm. I was up by set my alarm by for six. So that's I early. Barely fucking got any sleep last night, and feel like a dunce for it. Because was it worth it? Totally. Could yeah, have just right. Been eating cereal today. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, I'm trying not to get down on myself about it, but I have been working out. Rode the bike for the past couple of days for 20 minutes. Um, I try to walk at least two miles, between two and six miles a day. So that like varies depending on my schedule, which is right now non-existent. Like my schedule is whatever (laughs) I make it, but like sometimes I feel like cooking, sometimes I don't. So yeah, I just need to like stop um, fucking snacking so much. Maybe I will focus more on writing. I have some like written writing projects I want to work on though. That are in the works, like honestly. What? Um, I don't want to talk about it on the podcast, but... <laughs> Yo, the reunion's on my birthday. So, yeah, I am trying to get my shit together before then. <laughs> um, you're going to have a huge birthday party. Are you going? Fuck yeah. Fuck okay, yeah, I'm okay, going. Okay, I actually, okay. I, I, I was uh, like procrastinating on buying my ticket for like no reason. Like, uh, like... I was like, Rachel, did you get it? What's that? Did you get it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get mine yet. I'm fucking up, dude. I ran. Me and Shane Marchesani he ran into Ivan, uh, Ivan Patino, Patino yeah. uh, at the Frankfurt Hall, and I forgot. Like it's so, it was so goofy I to me. I recognize to, him if I saw him. I don't think. Oh, dude, it was so goofy to me to like see him just because like I hadn't like seen him since fucking high school and like i just found the dude on instagram like two months before yeah that's weird and uh and like it was like holy shit like this person exists ivan is the fucking man dude (laughs) like i've and like he's like we were talking about of course the reunion he's like i can't believe like i've ran into you guys i haven't seen you in forever you get your reunion tickets let's fucking do it right now like come on pussy just do it and i just and i ended up buying it with him it was perfect. It was a great time. We got drunk. <laughs> we got drunk. It's just a pregame for the uh, oh, shit show that is to oh, come. Oh, it's going to be a total shit show. Total <sighs> shit show. You know what's really cool, though? I feel no, like, bad blood or anything with anybody. Yeah, like, I have it's no animosity that, like, toward like, anybody. I don't think anybody is going to have any animosity for anyone. I'm just nervous that I'm not going to remember certain people because we all look different. And, like... I used to have cues of who people were based upon, like, the book bag they wore every day or, like, how they did their hair, you know? And, like, now that that's all gone. And, like, if we're not social media friends, I'm not going to know certain people. (laughs) So I feel bad. But not that everybody knows me, but I do feel like... You don't expect to remember everybody's name. That's my thing. That's for damn sure. Do not expect. And I'm nervous for that because it gets so awkward. I'm like, um, hi... Yeah, you. Like, I don't... I'm not ready for it. Uh, well, people people's, people, change and stuff like that. I, I mean, I sure damn changed, I hope. I think I, I, think I ended up having um, some kind of uh, concussion disorder in high school where I was wrestling all the time, mm-hmm. but then I figured out that I was eating literally a, close to a pound of lunch meat and tuna fish like, like literally a pound of lunch meat and another pound of tuna fish every day from the salad bar. 
at school. That's, that's insane. That's so many heavy metals. That's so <laughs> much salt. That is so fucking like bad for you. Yeah. It was no wonder why I had like just stupid stamina and wrestling. And I could run forever, but I sweated out like eight gallons of water a day. That's wild. And I always wondered, but why in high school I could never have a six-pack? I just couldn't get a six-pack. And then as soon as I graduated Mm -hmm. and stopped working out, I just became shredded for like no reason. And it was because I just held so much salt because I was eating so much. But in the brain, I can only imagine what kind of like ridiculous effects that was having on my cerebral spinal fluid and all that. And... uh, like, uh, like it was so goofy to me. Like, I, I ran into Emery Lavina at, yeah. um, at, a, at a bar, and I hadn't seen her in so long. I, I just talked to her the other day, actually. I think she listens. Didn't recognize her at all. I couldn't, I feel like I I couldn't re- believe it. There are people like, that grew up in my neighborhood, like Emery, um, you know. Me and I were homies. Mike Day, Daryl Lamb. Like, if I saw them, I would know who they were. Word. But, like, people from Croydon, I don't think I would know because I only knew them for, like, the four or five years, you know? You know what's funny? How you said, like, you remember a certain way somebody does their, like, uh, their hair Mm -hmm. or something they wear immediately. The the thing that I remembered about Emery was her personality. Like, immediately, everything just clicked in my head. I was like, oh, my God. That's funny. This fucking person. Holy shit. I don't want to, like, punch her in the arm. Like, shut up, Emery. Yeah. (laughs) She's so funny. She's she is, a mom now. She's so goofy. Oh yeah, her, her, uh, um, her and uh, oh, why can't I remember his name? I fucking Julio. What is it? Julio. Julio. Yeah. He's uh, another one. He grew up in my yeah, dude. Neighborhood. I fucking love that guy. That's the other thing. Like, I guess that I'm nervous about is like, what do I have to show for myself? Which is why I want to get some uh, projects don't, completed. Don't. don't. But even give a fuck. I know. That's the best thing to do. I know. Not give well, a that, the only way fuck. that I won't give a fuck is if I get. So I'm pretty muscular right now. I just need to oh, cut. Shit. I need to drop some weight. So I'm. I'm. I have until what September. So I'm good. I'll be looking fly. If yeah, I show dude. up looking hot, then that's okay. <laughs> I'm like excelling in one area. Yeah, you know what I mean. for that. I yeah, feel you that shit. And even right now, if I went, if I were forced to go tomorrow, <laughs> I still look better than I did in high school. So that's saying something for myself. Yeah, same, but, same. I fucking I, I changed so much shit since high school. I'm. It, it's which gotta, is good. It's thank feel, God. It's gotta feel good to know that you're better looking than when you were in high school. Mm-hmm. That is some shit. But anywho, we'll get to the reunion. By the end of the fucking year, and if we make it that far, who knows what's going to happen at this point. Oh, God. What if it comes time for September, and they're like, hey, you're not allowed to have more than 10 people in the room still? We just Skype combo Oh, my God. It's a house a party. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked a little bit about what you do and anything else you want to describe. Um, you're laid off. Lay it off. I'm not, I guess I'm not well, exactly laid off. You're at the off. vapor. Yeah, I'm at the vapor shaft. In life, just chilling, dude. On a fucking, um, on a feeling of abundance. I feel great, even though I have this fucking mouth thing going on. Like, I've come, yeah, I've come nice. to terms that I've kind of developed myself to be kind of a renaissance man of sorts. To where I, it doesn't matter what I do in life. I'm always going to be good at it, even though, like, I, like. 
I'm not a, I'm definitely not a master of anything. That is for damn sure. But I am blessed to have a good working brain, even though my even like in high school, like I sucked at English. I just mm-hmm. couldn't spell for the life of me. Now I'm totally fine with it. I I can it's just uh, I think it was from the drugs. The cerebral spinal <laughs> I'm fluid. Just Ridiculous. Oh probably. Yeah. <laughs> what? A lot of drinking, Jesus Christ. But uh No, I feel similarly though. I think we relate on that. Like got your hand in a bunch of different pots. Yeah. You know. It, 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 I think it's good. It's, it's funny because like you said like you didn't peak in high school and now like you are peaking now and you're you're gonna keep peaking. Right. And I feel like the, I'm on the climb, the, baby. Exactly. I feel like the flower's still blossoming out. Like there's still way more for right. it to go. Right. And soak up way more many more rays. Right. Yeah, I agree with you totally, and I think it's smart to. I, I'm not going to be an expert in anything, so I might as well be good at a bunch of different shit, you know. Sure, like, like, uh, like, um, for one thing, I do have to proud myself on is that when I want to get involved in something, I just make it my fucking goal mm-hmm. all day, like, uh, to get the uh, job working for the home remodeling company. Mm-hmm. Um, literally had no sales experience whatsoever. And I, I mean, I had a little bit, Yeah. but, uh, what I did have was a background in, um, pushing my own social abilities to my own limits of just walking up to a person in a bar and starting a conversation. At one point, I, I think we talked about this before. I didn't think I was very outgoing, so I wanted to be more outgoing. Mm-hmm. And so I for t- I did this whole speaking course, and then for two months I made sure I talked to every person as much as possible. And if you happen to be that poor cashier who got stuck in line with me, I was just going to talk your ear off until you told me to leave. Yeah. But I got comfortable with being uncomfortable when it yeah. came to talking to people. and. Uh, then uh, Ryan showed me that he was Ryan Fowler was showed me that he was doing this job, and um, I was sold on it from the kind of money that he was making and what the job was and how to do it. So he gave me a book to read, and I read the book in under a week. It's this gigantic uh, sales book, mm-hmm. and uh, handpicked my own quotes from it, and then convinced the owner to hire me on the spot. So Sweet. I sold the owner who was a master salesman mm-hmm. on hiring me to be a salesman for him. And it was, I was so happy that I fucking did that just cause it was such a deep dive into a whole world that I didn't even know existed. And now I can take that with me and take it to so many fucking levels mm-hmm. in life. Just so many fucking levels. So I think every opportunity and every experience is an opportunity in and of itself. Like you can, whatever you get, you can make something from it. Oh God. Yeah. The shittiest of hands seemingly can be turned into gold. It's just how you look at it. Oh yeah. Um, And I was dealt an extremely shitty hand at this company too. Like for the first three months I had a base pay of $500 a week. And then after three months, it's all commission. Mm -hmm. So you need to actually make money if you want to eat. And <laughs> apparently as soon as I got hired, one of their like main marketing dudes left the company and took a bunch of good marketing people with them uh, to a different company. So that was going under the radar as I was in my training course. And then 
as soon as I went out there, I got fed to the fucking wolves. Like, mm-hmm. I made some cool shit happen. Like, I sold a roof before I even had roofing training. Yeah. But I had a slew of appointments where it's just unsellable people, which uh, no knocking um, foreigners, especially um, Patel people. But Patel <laughs> That's people. That's what you call them. Uh, people so. from Indi- for people from India <laughs> are oh, the, we're gonna get are, a bunch of angry letters. No, 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 no. Oh my people God. from India are amazing bargaining. They're called immigrants, not foreigners. Sorry, I just have to put it out there. Right. Uh, no, I, I'm I not guess, sorry. I guess the standard my way obligation of going, to correct going, you going to the store in America and handing money but, over for the price that it's set for, where where they're from, nobody, nobody sees a, a price and they're like, oh, I'll g- so here's your $2.50 for this can of beans. Instead, they'll be like, I'll give you two or I'll give you two plus my lollipop in my pocket. This is how things work in India. They don't have set pricing in their stores. For a lot of places in the world, there is a lot of places that are still like that okay. where, when it comes to extreme bargaining. Okay. And so I was trying to one-stop close these people just show up at their house and be like yep here's my price for windows and then see if i can get them to buy it you know uh-huh. and then i can do some bargaining but not enough for them and also it's, it's just really hard to sell somebody who's used to that kind of thing to sign on the dotted line to get trapped into a contract right then and there right you know and not to say that a contract is a negative term but I mean, I don't like contracts. Fuck that noise. It sounds like a negative term, but I mean, at the same time, too, it, it does equal itself out in what the company does provide for people. It was, right. a, it was a great company. Uh, but um, so I, it was, that's all the jobs that I was getting, and mm-hmm. I had to figure out a way how to, how to do it. And I started to really figure it out, how to, how to, sell, how to sell somebody who would never want to be sold anything in their first first inkling and um also i had a bunch of people die in the family um in november and i had to go out to arizona in november i started the job in august and so then in mid-november is when i was off my training pay okay and uh right when i got off my training pay i had to go to arizona and uh see a bunch of people and i was there for the rest of november did you get to check out arizona at all when you were there no, not really. That it, sucks. It, it was supposed to be a kind of a vacation, um, but then uh, people died right when we were about to mm. leave, and it turned into this whole thing. Uh, but um, as soon as I came back, though, December is a notably slow season, and so is January. So I made literally no money like November, December, and January, mm-hmm. which was stressful, fr- I'm sure. Oh, God, yeah. But. Um, uh, later in January, I started making some money and then February started doing really well. And then March was, uh, looking really good. Real, I, I did really great late, late February and very like impressed the hell out of myself. And, uh, March was looking extremely good as well. Sadly though, business closed down. Things happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I pushed through and mm-hmm. actually came out kind of on top, you know? Right. Hard work, baby. Hard fucking work, dude. It was fucking crazy. So that's what you're doing now. You travel. You play guitar very well, might I add. Um, anything else you want to share about your... Um, sum you up in a nutshell? Yeah. I read a book called 
sum, summing me up, I guess I, I read a book called The First 20 Hours because you said that I'm a pretty good guitarist or whatever. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, I'm also a pretty good drummer. I can sing okay. And I can I can sort of play violin, and I'm, I'm I'm pretty good at the piano as well. One man band. Exactly, but on top of that, I um, playing all those instruments. I'm also uh, almost set a deadlift world record um, a while ago. I haven't really concentrated on it now, but yeah, a strong person with weird endurance and stuff like that. Yeah, you're definitely into fitness and health and lifestyle. Type uh-huh. goals and um and also uh, like I can fix anything pretty much and I I noticed uh, there was a book that I read a while ago called the first twenty hours and uh, basically when you set just a little bit of time during the day towards one particular thing if you even if you're not going to be as like um really just gung-ho about it as I am when it comes to like learning sales or something like that or getting Mm -hmm. really into this book even if you do it for like five minutes a day especially when it comes to strength training Mm -hmm. it will have a much bigger impact than if you were to try to cram it and just keep cramming right it's uh that's that's uh I remember you telling me about that book yeah so anxieties and things that freak me out. Yeah, what bugs you out? What makes you tick? What gives you anxiety? Not everybody has clinical anxiety. Not everybody experiences like the same degree. So that's why I like to ask because some people would rather talk about pet peeves or things that make them rage filled. But if you experience anxiety, whatever, whatever freaks you out, man. What freaks me out is when I have time on my hands. I'm sure a lot of people are probably going through this right now, but um, when you have time on your hands or when I have time on my hands and there's so many things that I could be doing to be productive, to lead me towards a certain goal, and I fall back on some kind of crutch, whether it's me just acting like me playing the song for the thousandth time on guitar is going to be good for me in the long run when I could be doing something new and inventive and innovative for mm-hmm. my own life and lifestyle to lead me towards a certain kind of goal. And uh, from there, that'll lead, lead into a uh, fear of missing out, mm. which is the biggest anxiety of them all, for, I think, for a lot of people, whether it's, and it doesn't have to be for a social occasion, but um, it no, can it is. be just it's for anything. information at this point. And I think the fear of missing out is a huge millennial trope. Um, but it's a universal fucking feeling. And I think everybody's experienced. Because, you know, at the end of the day, none of us want to be alone or whatever. Um, but to miss out on something. And that's something that I feel like has brought us together during this whole, like, corona quarantine thing. Because, like, there's nothing to really miss out on. Nothing's happening. Like, you're in your house, you know, pretty much, like, seeing the same people every day. So there's really um, no excuse for you to miss out. But I have I have similar FOMO problems. I get, like, uh, super salty if I'm not invited to something. <laughs> well, I don't even really mean, like, just that. I mean, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, let's say... Let's say you're it's the quarantine right now. Here's something that I'm probably gonna do. 
and I'm sure I'll catch flack for it from some people, but um, uh, me being a, a pretty damn like weirdly good runner, I, uh, I'm probably going to take like a, like a whole day and just go into the boonies and just go running. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to really enjoy it, though, because uh, for the certain trails that I'm going to do, there would normally be a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And for this, I'll get to experience it in a whole new way yeah. that I've never gotten to see it before. I'm going to go to Jim Thorpe, which... That'll uh, be nice. Which is, a, which is a great fucking time if anyone's ever gone and do... Uh, um, the Glen cute o- little town. Glen Oak and Oak, tra- uh, Glen Oak, and Oak Falls Trail, mm-hmm. which uh, they kind of closed down a little bit, but people are still going anyways. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, man, though. I went to Tyler the other day to walk my grandma's dog, and there were more people in the park than I have seen. Like, it was hard to oh, find it was parking. Open? Yeah, I was shocked. Court Creek is not. I drove by. <clears throat> excuse closed. me. I drove by Court Creek to get to my grandmother's house. That was closed. Mm hmm. But Tyler was open. Interesting. Um, I've been hearing like varied answers about Neshaminy State Park. Like one day they're open, one day they're closed. Um, but I did go to Tyler just because my grandma doesn't have sidewalks where she lives. So I took the dog over there and it was a pain in the ass because she's not a good walker. And I, I think she'd be friendly, but she's a pit bull. So I don't want to risk it because God forbid my grandma's dog bites somebody. It would be the end of the fucking world. Right. So, um, I had to keep jerking her around to, like, get around other dogs and stuff and, like, keep her. And I was like, holy shit, there are so many fucking people here. But it was nice to see people out and about. A park is a very open space, so I don't feel like that's a big spreading point. Yeah, especially if it's an open air. Like, most of your things are just going to go up into the sky anyways. Right. Which then they'll freeze and die. But... Anywho, you you from O. Yeah, that's um, that's uh, my biggest thing. But fear of missing out on my own potential, I mm. guess, is the uh, is to sum it all up in a much more okay quicker thing. It's like uh, there's so many things that I am good at, and then I don't like sometimes I just won't do it, and I'll just keep doing things that I've already self sabotaging in self, a way. Yeah, self sabotaging. I totally, totally can relate. Like uh, a lot of people can relate to um, when you want to do something and, uh, or um, there's a, there's a better word to describe this to sum it all up. But like uh, when you do something to eat, to like have uh, basically a dopamine release in your brain instantaneously. And it's like, Oh, I should be cleaning my study to, uh, to get forward on this whatever book I'm reading at the time or whatever uh, video that I'm Distraction mechanisms here? Well, the distraction mechanism uh, is a faster way to get the dopamine release in your brain. Right. Easy way out. Exactly, and that's the guitar. Yep. Mm. Whereas I could have been on on, uh, Adobe Premiere Pro and finishing whatever video that I'm working on. Right, right. Yeah, I feel you. I watch TV. <laughs> There's a lot of things I do. There's a lot of things that I do to distract myself. But um, I find at least if I could get a decent workout in in a day, I don't consider it a waste. And it makes the next day just a little bit easier to conquer as far as like 
motivation is concerned, I would say. Um, but it is very difficult now to find motivation when we're so isolated in a means. Like, don't get me wrong, I've seen people, like, I am not completely quarantined here, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, but <laughs> I'm not touching anybody, but I need, <laughs> I definitely would not survive, but, um, and I do live with my dad and brother, but it's very much like cabin fevery. so... It's yeah. Which I hate to beat a dead horse. We all know. We're all living it. Like listeners, it's, it's we all know. It's so weird. And to hear like I woke up from a nap yesterday to hear them extend it till April thirtieth and I was like, You gotta be fucking with me right now. Like, they, what they're alternate saying, universe like, big am I living projections in? Projections are saying eighteen months, year and a half, bro. Or is that a year and a half? That's fucking crazy. Yep. And like um the like the the rebel in me is like, fuck that shit. Fucking, like, I even have, like, immoral thoughts, like, fuck that person's grandma. Oh, my God, you know? I know, right? Like, Isn't that terrible? I want to go out to eat, you know? It's like, but, yeah. And also, I have to bring it back and, like, look, dude, it's fucking year, in the, year and a half, you know? Right. You know, it's maybe just reel it back there, bud. Stop yeah. Stop being so fucking psycho. Yeah. It's crazy, too. It's like, I... Being in like a new relationship, like a like we keep talking about restaurants that we like. It's like, oh, I love, yeah, love this you can't one. do love any one. dating right now. It's all like very home dates. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Doing a lot of cooking. Yeah, that's fun though. That's a good activity to get to know somebody very well. Yeah, because you have to learn how to work together and like, yeah, yeah, and all that to be said to know, like I. I'm not out uh, here. My mouth was all messed up. If, I, if it wasn't all messed up, we totally should have cooked something today as the podcast. We could have cooked on the podcast. Cool. That's all right. I'll bring you back on for a bonus episode if we're doing this for eight more years. Sick. But all that to say, like, I'm not out here um, not washing my hands. And I'm not out here, like, you know, coughing on people. I'm following the rules. But I do have to push the limits as much as I possibly can because like you know it's, I feel like a dick but I'm not out here like coughing on people like I said so I don't know yeah it's well, been hard when, when they, they're saying, I feel judged for doing that well when they're saying that something's gonna survive on a surface for nine days and animals can get it too then it's Never going to go away right. at that point. Right. Like, you, you can't, are we going to put everybody in a bubble for the next right. however long and then eliminate Until all the animals? Until we get the um, vaccine. Then, like, am I going to get shunned for not wanting to take the vaccine? I right. Don't take the, I don't take the I don't flu vaccine. I don't get the flu shot either. Yeah. I felt like people looked at me like I was crazy when I said I... And the same people that that looked at me like I was crazy when I said that, I know for a fact they don't get the fucking flu shot either. So I know, right? It's like, what are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here. So anyway, on another topic, do you have anything else that um, <clears throat> particularly bugs you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> um... The amount of uh, skepticism and misinformation on the internet is just oh always God. so fucking high all the time. And then, like, uh, but people will just, 
pe- people will say one thing and then not look into it. Like I was like I did it to myself today on accident. Mm-hmm. I got like uh, this uh, UK scientist who is like the head of epidemiology over there said that like oh it's gonna be really bad, it, and like there, you could see five hundred thousand people dead in the next year. And uh, so everyone's like, and then like millions of people in America dead too. And everyone's like, oh no, you know, this is crazy. Yeah. And then he lowered it to maybe 20, maybe 20,000 people in the next 10 years or some like fantastically lowered what number. What is the stats from? This was, this, this was from uh, the World Health Organization, but like. For coronavirus? For coronavirus. Oh, okay. For, for COVID. <laughs> and so I was like, oh shit. So it's. Why isn't this mainstream news and stuff like that? And I'm posting it all over like, hey, guys, showing my friends like, hey, look, this guy said this. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't as bad as everyone's making out to be. Like, let's stop getting our panties in a bundle. Then I look further into it and he said that what he said was just different scenarios and whatever fucking clickbait article, few clickbait articles that I was reading totally just took, took just took each scenario. Yeah, yeah each not in like. Then I feel fucking bad for the poor guy because, like, he's getting mm-hmm. hosed on fucking Twitter. And uh, from there, but each person I showed it to was, like, one extreme to the other and another extreme to another. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, I noticed that people are so extreme from one side to the other. And I just wish that they'd be a little more open-minded <clears throat> about just general life completely. There is so much divisiveness in our nation, especially, if not globally right now. And it's been building for years and years and years, but the divisiveness is all thrown in our face now because everyone's entitled to an opinion, but now everyone can record their opinion on that fun little box that we have with the fucking glass touch screen. Mm-hmm. And we can all just, I mean, look, I have a whole fucking podcast about it. Like, we can just say whatever the fuck we want. So misinformation is absolutely spread like, Wildfire, but what pisses me off as somebody with a journalism degree is why aren't we in our schools? And I know the answer to that, or at least I have a feeling I, I'm on the right track of an answer to this. But why in our you know high school settings? And I think the younger generations will be quicker to learn from it. Hopefully, if they're not you know switching up journalism even more than it already is in a brainwashing fashion, it's so opinion based. But why are we not teaching in the schools? the public school systems at least, like, skepticism in media. Like, why yeah. aren't we having skepticism more... Skepticism in just general science, too. Right, right. And, it's and, insane. Right. And we shouldn't, you know, I think we should trust facts. I'm not somebody out here with that holds hard and fast to any conspiracy theory beliefs. Um, but I'm open, well, open to the possibility of anything, you know, like, mm-hmm. plausible, stranger things, you know? Well, I, I, when I was a kid, I thought it was a fact that if I didn't drink water for three days, I was going to die. And I have done... That's crazy. <laughs> three, I've done three-day fasts with no water or food. And totally fine. Still mm-hmm. here. Got a great six-pack out of it. Yeah. You know, fucking... Or five-day fasts or anything. Uh, and there's other people that are still in that thought process, though, where I tell them, like, I didn't eat for five days. And they're like... You're so stupid. Why did you do that to yourself? I'm like, autophagy. And they're like, what is that? And the fact they don't even say, what is that? They're just like, you're stupid. It's like, come on. You didn't yeah, even try. Yeah, yeah, you didn't, you didn't try. even you didn't, ask to, yeah. I guess, I guess nobody um, is, uh, a lot of people like to put themselves in echo chambers. Uh, I, I'm guilty of it too. Sean will tell you. 
and uh, where um, we don't look at the uh, our own uh, devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's fucking hard to do it. It was a fact when we were growing up, and it's still a fact to so many people. Especially when I went out to Arizona and I looked, went to the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. to take a look at it for myself, and it was a fact that the Colorado carved it out over 50 million years to these people. When now it's looking much more plausible that it happened in a giant flood mm-hmm. or a few successions of giant floods. And uh, man, when you tell that to people, they are just, especially not people that work at the Grand Canyon, they are not interested in hearing what you have to say. Yeah. And it's, they're, they, they weren't gonna, they're not gonna ever look into it. Well, that's why I get so pissed off with this, you know, not to get super political about it, but with this current administration relying so heavily on hearsay and, you know, propaganda language as opposed to reporting straight facts and relying on expert, you know, decisions and assessments of situations. Like, we are so... And I think it's good in a way, but the way that we are using it is terribly. But I think it's good to be in touch with your emotions. I think that that's the number one, you know, level of communication as, as a people the human race can relate on you know emotion we all understand well sociopaths don't but you know like for the most part that's the the basis of empathy and communication it's all all intertwined so i think the emotional side of things is important to show in media however when we're reporting those biases that are taking you know things that can be reasonably sorted out like testing kits or anything the economy the student fucking what loan the, debt what the fuck is in a testing kit anyway i know like I, gold I started, 24 I, fucking carat gold q-tips apparently I, I i i tried to look it up the other day and i sadly it was such a fucking such a typical person thing to do where i look into it for like 30 seconds first three things on google and then just get and then up you're like over it yeah yeah, 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 yeah such yeah, a dickhead yeah. for it now, sometimes it's like, I, this is going to be over my head, so I can't devote the time to it right now. But yeah, so if, if we could just go back to relying on experts and letting politicians be the people appointed to designate those experts, but that's not going to solve our problem. No, that definitely anyway. isn't, because you can't, you can't, sometimes you can't even trust the experts, because the experts put out bullshit. Everybody's got money in it. Uh-huh. It's like, uh, it's like uh, the sugar industry thing that happened when they said that salt was going to cause heart disease. So sugar was okay. So you sugar yeah, instead so, of salt? So then when, when we were kids, the food pyramid was like, basis was bread. Eat all the bread you can. Yeah. And now we're, as we're getting older, it's like, don't eat any bread, guys. This yeah. is going to be really bad for you. Yeah. You know, fucking crazy. Or, or like, uh, especially when it comes to putting emotions into it. Um, it like one of the big ones that I see is uh, for hunting and stuff. Um or any kind of, um, especially when it comes to just people uh, having an impact on the world. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, um, I get in arguments with people about this one all the time, and I'm sure this will turn a lot of heads on the podcast and stuff. It'll even turn yours. But when I say that man-made global warming is totally a thing, but compared to natural global warming, we're kind of insignificant. People are like, what are you talking about? You're, they're automatically just point the finger and say, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, look, you got you to gotta, you gotta be your own devil's uh, no, I understand devil's, uh, thing about it. But the natural progression of, you know, the Ice Age, and I believe all of that. Um, 
I just think that the damage we're doing, to me, it's not so much about global warming. It's about it's, it's immoral, using sure. up our our natural resources that are not replenishable. Totally you immoral, know, 100%. These things are what, we're creating substance out of different elements and molecules to create something that can never be destroyed like plastic that's just going to sit and sit and never decay like the unnatural things that we're doing i think are our biggest faults as far as which goes into emissions and whatever but you can't you can't i, I that's too hippie and radical of a thought to function in in the current society we live in i mean look at us all now we can't even handle like not going outside and at least they gave us little fucking boxes to watch handheld devices to get through this like well i mean we are not in touch with mother earth at all uh, that's a very hippie thing to say but we've been living in the most positive time to be living at Mm -hmm. of all time like when i when i think about when i'd like to live i think me and you would both agree that we'd like to be born mid 50s or in the 1950s so then we could experience the 60s in our teens and then 20s and the 70s and then 30s in the 80s and 40s, 90s. That sounds wonderful, doesn't it? I don't agree with you. No? no because no, I, women's I was rights about were all a the different crazy ball drugs. game. All the, all the, oh, the crazy drugs would be cool, but the women's rights thing was a different ball game. Sexism was a little that, different. Wow. And you're not the only person that I've talked to about that. Somebody else told, told me that they would really like to have like grown up in the 60s, 70s. And I was like, hmm. Nah, and they were like, "Okay, touche." But no, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't go back. I would. I love the time that I was born in. I really love yeah. living right now through all of this. And it's a great fucking time. Mm-hmm. And um, but we're, we get so cozy with it. And uh, but it's we do. We're spoiled most, as fuck. But it's been the most peaceful, most nourishing time, especially even for the world. As that crazy as it sounds, global warming is no. almost a good thing for humans because we have longer growing periods. So even even though that looks bad on on a, on on reality TV and on media, like it's still like a still like still progressing. The our order of our time to be a human is still even better just because of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming from coming full circle, uh, t- dude, w- humans. The oldest human skeleton is a hundred. 80,000 years old for regular size Cro-Magnon man that had the same size brain as us. And in 180,000 years, we've gone through 12 mass extinctions. 12 things that would have just put us back to just the stone wiped age. everything. 12 times. That's crazy. Yeah, we're, we're fucking due for it. Mm-hmm. It's been, we're in the longest period of having the nicest time. And uh, man, it's, you know, seeing this Corona thing, like I... It That's why like I think we're at an, an advantage. I like to call myself a Jill of all trades as opposed to a Jack. You're a Renaissance man. Word. We're going to make it through this shit. We Yo, got a little air bit. Air pound to that shit. Air pound to that shit. Because we got a little bit of knowledge and everything to know, like, don't eat that berry, bitch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> here's how you catch a fish. Also, here's how you hotwire a car. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It, mm-hmm. It's, um... Not that I wish disaster upon the world, but I do think my likely I'm in like the top fifty percentile of survivalists. You never know. It, it, it's it's fucking Not to luck. Get cocky. I think it's all luck. Oh dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. It's um, 
like, so one of the biggest things I've been really looking into and really nerding out for the last four years now mm-hmm. is something I got from the Rogan podcast from this man called Randall Carlson. And it's the Younger Dryas Impact Hypothesis. And What's this? This is the changing for all of humanity to realize that we're living in a fucking shooting gallery of meteors and comets and that it can go at any time and we, okay. don't, we won't even see it happening probably. But it's the, uh, the Younger Dryas Impact Hypothesis is uh, when you... The Younger Dryas boundary line, there's an Older Dryas and then two different meltwater pulses for the Younger Dryas. What is a Dryas? A Dryas is actually a flower that blooms in Arctic climates. Okay. And, and not to get too far into exactly why it's there, but it's, but it's, um, it's, it's when you go into the Greenland ice cores, at, at the, uh, especially at the summit of the Greenland ice, so basically the densest part okay. where it's the oldest ice, you can look back for hundreds and uh, hundreds of thousands of years. Okay, so it's like a time capsule sort of situation. Exactly. Okay. And um, it's it's kind of it looks it looks kind of steady, and you can see when the ice age started and when mm-hmm. it receded, and then when it was at its peak and stuff like that, and then you can see when it abruptly just melted, but abrupt as fuck, especially two different pulses, one that was twelve thousand. 12,500 years ago and one that was 11,600 years ago and it and if you look all across the northern hemisphere of the world and then going also into central Mexico and um, also parts of uh, northern parts of uh, southern South America and stuff um, you can see something called the black matte layer the black matte layer is comprised of lots of basically just charred material where basically it looks like the whole world was set on fire and there's tons of especially in north america tons of things called microspherals and shock quartz now shock quartz and microspherals can only be formed from a couple of things a lightning strike an atom bomb or a comet impact or an extraterrestrial impact Mm -hmm. um, or like a meteor impact it has to have just an insane amount of kinetic force. And uh, showing signs that um, it seems that um, we went through a bit of So how of do we know fi- it's not lightning? Just lightning. So it's not proven yet. And there is, totally, um, there is totally hypothesis that are out there for lightning. John Shock, uh, Robert, I'm sorry, Robert, Robert Shock is, was the main proponent. He's dead now. He just died two years ago. Uh, for uh, the lightning theory of that we got hit with a crazy solar mass ejection that threw tons of ions into our atmosphere and just caused crazy like lightning storms to melt the ice. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Comet Research Foundation, um, great found great uh, Comet Research Group rather, great group of, <coughs> of uh, Corona. Stop! <laughs> I have the worst allergies right now too because it's March, April. I feel like you. This dude. is when I get the pollen. Anyway, uh, continue. <laughs> um, um, the Comet Research Group, um, along with uh the Cosmic Tusk, CosmicTusk.com, and rent people who all follow Randall Carlson and stuff like that. Uh, we're all we all donate money to all sorts of stuff like this, but mm-hmm. a bunch of uh. A bunch of geologists who do it on their free time to uh, to study this because nobody's 
nobody cares about it. Nobody's going to give anybody money to do it unless it's like to understand the world more. Right. There's, there's no money in finding out that the Doesn't Ice Age was... Doesn't seem like it's beneficial. Yeah, there's no money in finding out that the Ice Age was ended by a comet impact. And um, of, of course, we can sort of rule out atom bombs. Right. Sort of. Uh, but... Depending on your stance. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but... Um, so um, what seems to have happened so far, and there's the, the, the most amount of evidence that I've seen is that it was from a uh, near, it was from, uh, it seems to be, a lot of people are speculating that it was Comet Inky, which uh, was a little, it was kind of popular not too long ago because it was uh, going through the sun. It was, it was, it was going through the sun, uh, a uh, coronal mass ejection from the sun, and uh, we could see uh, the mass ejection uh, make its tail go away. And it, it was showing all this stuff about basically sun research and stuff like that, all this, all this shit. But um, it seems that Comet Inky probably had a very near pass with us, which allowed for... Heat? Um, well, tons and tons and tons of meteors to come in and just wreck everything in North mm. America. Because North America had woolly mammoths. We had four, mm-hmm. four to six different kinds of elephants here. We had, we had the giant cave bear. We had uh, probably humans as well. And we also had gigantic ice, ice sheets across uh, all the way down to where um, like uh, Minnesota was, where's where like the ending of the ice sheets were. Okay. So going pretty far south, all of Canada was just a gigantic ice sheet. Two ice sheets, the Cordilleran and the... Other one. It <laughs> doesn't matter. But uh, that might have melted over, uh, not exactly overnight, but over a period, definitely right, melted to... extremely quickly and made the oceans rise about 400 feet and caused all sorts of tectonic displacement, making the, uh, probably making the mid Atlantic ridge uh, seep under the ocean, which we could get into Atlantis of how that mm-hmm. could prove Atlantis to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but blows, blows the mind about like just what is possible out there. Like right. if I were to say, like, when was the last time we got hit by a major impact? What would you say? I've... Maybe now you'd say 11,600 years ago, right? Maybe. Or you could say 1908 when the Tunguska event happened over Siberia when there was an airburst from a Calandrite meteorite. I don't know anything you're talking about. So in 1908, um, a, a meteor came into Earth's atmosphere over Siberia okay. over an area called Tunguska. And this meteor was probably roughly 50 to 100 feet wide. So not very big, but um, exploded in the air and leveled about 400 square miles of forest, just snapped trees over like they were toothpicks. It was bigger than any kind of nuclear bomb ever set, ever. 1908, that happened. I think I actually have heard about that. You probably Siberia. have. But if we want to talk major, there was actually a meteor, or maybe depending on your, depending on what it is, um, there's seems to have been a cosmic impact that happened in the Indian Ocean about 5,000 years ago, which would have caused, a, which created an 18-mile-wide crater um, about 300 miles off the coast of Madagascar, which would have caused a fucking mega tsunami, which you can see it's basically deltas in the land, which are the size of mountains. 
which is like it crashing in and creating ripples as it pulls back, Mm -hmm. just leveling the land there off the coast of Africa, excuse me, off the coast of Australia, you can see it as well. I mean, scientists were baffled by these because it looked... It looked like uh, water receding from a flood. Yeah. And uh, and going even up into uh, Europe, they could see it too, coming down from India and stuff. And uh, so they're like, all right, it looks like it's all kind of just converging onto this one spot. And they go to that mm-hmm. spot, and here there's a goddamn 18-mile-wide crater there. And um, for the for um, seeing how long ago it happened by and analyzing the soil, it would have been roughly 5,000 years ago. So where the crater or where the asteroid go? It's 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 gone. I probably you know it's it just hit, like dissolves. It, it goes in and just explodes everywhere. Mm. And uh, yeah, I guess there hasn't been anything in our lifetime that's been fatal of right any. It's it's fucking nuts. And but then when you but when when you say that though, it's like well in the Bible we have fucking there is Noah's flood where it rained for forty days and forty mm-hmm. nights. Homie, if a fucking space mountain fell down at 30,000 miles an hour into yeah, the fucking Indian Ocean, that's true. it would cause a hypercane that would totally fucking rain for 40 days and 40 nights. That's true. Fucking crazy. And, uh, you know, if if this is the fucking, like, if this is going to be, like, a crazy thing with Corona. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, it was, it was bound to happen eventually, hopefully. Right. Hopefully our fucking renaissance skills can get us the fuck through. That's what I'm saying. I think I'll be all right. I mean, again, it's just luck, though. I could get taken out. Oh, dude, we could get taken out just driving down the goddamn highway. Right? People got nukes these days. We could get taken out sitting here. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe oh, we're going to get nuked while we're all trapped in our homes. I don't see that one happening. You never know. For, for me, I see, I see, I see it being just something just so silly. Yeah. Like me acting like I'm like hot shit one day and I just fall out of a tree. Yeah. You know, just something yeah. just stupid. I totally. That's just like, like where like maybe I'm saying all this stuff about me being a Renaissance man, but really, it's gonna be Darwinism that gets me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I feel you. So what are you watching? What are you listening to? Reading? What's getting you through these doldrums here? So right now I am uh, mainly listening to the Randall Carlson podcasts and other podcasts that I and uh, feed into to broaden my broaden my uh, basically just analytically broad spectrum of what it means to be a Renaissance man. Like the Robert mm-hmm. Murray Smith um, show, he is an electrical. Uh, I'm sorry, he is a material science engineer um, that if you want to learn about graphene technology or just uh, electrical engineering in general, definitely give him a listen. Um, when it comes to strength and fitness, there's a million of them out there. I don't really even pay attention to that. I go to the gym now for if, if when the gym's open. I'll yeah. be in the gym for five minutes usually. Really? Yeah, just maintaining and I'm still getting stronger in certain areas, but... Mm-hmm. Just doing that whole 20 hours concept, just five minutes in the gym and I'm in and out and I do the most freakish things that people have ever seen in the gym. Don't don't even have to try. Yeah, that's awesome. And then uh, I'm also trying to learn French right now, too. Oh, I love that. That's so hot. French is such a hot language. Dude, my girlfriend is... She speaks French. She's fluent so, as fucking right, French. She's so hot. Your and girlfriend I mean, is hot to start off. I yeah. just want to say your girlfriend is hot. I've seen her on the gram. Yeah, um, I know. Second of all, she speaks French. 
Yeah, she lived you, in France for a while. Be, she better be like really straight because I might be coming for your girl. Oh, <laughs> shit. She totally is it. Uh, well, if it doesn't work out and things are amicable, yeah. you know who to call. Nah, we'll, I'm we'll kidding, see what I'm happens. Kidding, I'm kidding, I, uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm um, kidding. I really like her. She, That's awesome. How did you guys meet? Fucking Hinge, dude. Hinge? I, I gotta get on Hinge. the internet, dude. Ugh. I fucking love it. Like, I've, I've met girls. I've met girls at bars. I've met girls on Tinder. I've met girls on Hinge. Bumble sucks. Fuck Bumble. But, um... I hear different things. But, you know, it's it's really based on fucking luck, whether you find somebody that you really connect with. And, mm-hmm. like, I found somebody that, like, I really liked a lot back in, uh... Back in, like, October and November and stuff. And, um... But, like, it's... It's still up to luck whether or not it's going to be like something where you can actually see yourself being with that a sustainable person. relationship. Sustainable, and we've only been together for just a little bit, but yeah, it's fucking nice. It's definitely definitely nice to fucking dream. That's for sure. It's it's nice to feel like to know that you're in a relationship. Yeah, I'm sure right now you have somebody to talk to about all the panic that you're feeling inside. Not even a little <laughs> bit, actually. No? Nothing but good vibes here, yo. That's good, good. Um, I'm not panicking either. I'm just going stare crazy, but... Um, so, I just started watching on Amazon Prime. Do you have it? Uh, she does. This show called The Boys. The Boys. What's that about? It's about superheroes. Okay. So, it's like an alternate universe where there's, you know... The big seven are like the main ones. There are different mutants that are born with, you know, different powers and stuff. But the big seven are the ones you want to be. They're like your Captain America type. Yo, Sean. Oh, he's downstairs. I think he's watching it. It's terrific. It's fucking terrific. Um, It goes into the corruption end of things. And, you know, superheroes really are just people too. So it's, it's done very well. But basically, spoiler alert, um... This guy's girlfriend gets killed by a superhero, and then it's kind of Sean like a, was watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. So I highly recommend. And that. it's not just boy superheroes. Like he starts falling in love with this girl who is. Uh, oh yeah, no yep. the the women are taking shit down from the inside. Um, it's just called the boys, but it's really great because I think it's like the old boys club vibe, you know. Um, finally saw it too. I didn't see that yet. I uh, loved it. I loved Jessica Chastain. And the same day, I watched the movie Crimson Peak, which also coincidentally has Jessica Chastain. Yeah, that was decent. It was like, eh. And then, last but not least, of course, Joe Exotic, Tiger King. So, me and Bijou, so my girlfriend's name is Bijou. Oh my God, she's so fucking hot. She's Bijou. She's fluent in French. Oh my god. She's hot. Okay, continue. Sorry. So we actually tried to watch The Tiger King, and uh, maybe it just wasn't our, our mood that night, but mm-hmm. we both just were not into it mm. at all. Like, I had to sit there and watch for like a good like 20, like maybe 20 minutes of it, but we didn't even finish the first episode. It's wacky. Um, I'd listened to the Joe Exotic podcast a, he has a few podcast? months back. I thought he was in jail. He does not. Everybody I said that to. No, it's basically documentarians do the story about Joe Exotic on a podcast. Holy fuck, dude. It's, it's the second season of Over My Dead Body, which I highly recommend. It's a great show. Um, 
I saw a really funny meme today. About Joe Exotic? Uh, so uh, there's uh, this guy going up to Trump and he's like, look, we need to keep them inside. What are, what are we going to do? And he, he looks at the guy and he's like, execute protocol tiger guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what it is. It's looking hilarious. It was, um, it was really nice to put the faces to the names because I'd heard the story. I knew all the deets. But to like see everybody report and like... There is one part, spoiler alert, where somebody commits suicide on accident. Okay. And they have footage of, like, the security camera of a dude watching it happen. Wait, this is where? This is in Tiger, Tiger King. King. The guy, per- the person... Just a guy. I'm not going to tell... I'm not going to spoil He probably walks who. into the tiger cage, doesn't he? No, no. it's not a tiger-related death. Oh, uh, That's why... The th- that's the thing with Joe Exotic. He's pulling out all the punches. You don't know. Is it Carol Baskin? Is it that doc dude? Is it fucking Joe? Is it Joe's one of Joe's two husbands? There's always something happening. It's incredible. Like they burn down the fucking tiger cage. It's it's. Incredible. They kill a bunch of tigers or something. Um, did I say tiger cage? I meant crocodile cage. Uh, no, Jesus. I don't know. They said the tigers were. They talked more about the tigers being killed in the. Um, podcast I listened to than the documentary, but that's besides the point. Um, what, what kind of podcast are you into lately? Are so you- lately I've just started listening to the Serial podcast, which I know is like super old news. But What's the Serial podcast? It's, um, I think it's, it's not Wondery. It's one of those, oh no, sorry. I'm listening to S-Town, which is by the people who did This American Life, which is... It's true crime related. Why won't you show me the... True crime? So it's about like murderers and stuff? Murderers, conspiracies. Crime is just like a general term for anything nefarious. This yeah. American Life is a public radio show. So they do a bunch of... They do the serial podcasts. It's amazing how many murder shows and like things there are now. Mm-hmm. I uh, like there. There's always been, you know, but it never it never dawned on me that it was going to be this popular when I grew up. Right. Well, I you know what, my mom would always on. I guess it was Friday nights. My mom would do the same thing. Put I on know twenty exactly twenty. Yeah. yeah, and like, oh, she was always into those kinds of shows. So, and even my dad is into um, not the cheesier ones, but. Me and my dad watched McMillions together on HBO. Okay. I've um, never heard of it. But. It's about the McDonald's conspiracy because it kind of got oh, yeah, overshadowed. Oh, yeah. I about this. Yeah. Yeah, by 9-11. So we didn't really, like, focus on it so much. But, yeah. So, like, we watch stuff. That's true crime, technically. It's not necessarily, like, murder. But it's, you know, sneaky people doing sneaky shit. Was the McMillions one the, um, the McDonald's uh, the Monopoly thing? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just heard that on the Rogan podcast not too long ago. Yeah, I should listen to the Rogan podcast. Everybody listens to it and likes it. Same with Dax, but I don't listen to Dax Shepard. Well, you know what the thing is, is that he has so many, there's so many different fucking people on it Mm -hmm. to where you can get just an interesting viewpoint from so many, because there's literally thousands of podcasts on, like thousands of episodes now. So like Randall Carlson has been on... Uh, one, two, three. Of Joe Rogan? Uh-huh. Does he do this every day? Uh, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, Joe Rogan does this every fucking day. He, but Randall's been on three times by himself. 
twice mm-hmm. with Graham Hancock and I think another time with Graham Hancock. So that's six fucking times. That's and crazy. You can get ridiculous amounts of information from that dude. It'll change your whole view, even your view on Halloween. Crazy. Yeah. The most ridiculous shit ever. I'll give it a I'll give it a try. I mean there's not much else to be done these days. So. Or or if you like wanna get into like more fitness and stuff like that, you can get into uh I mean, he just had Pavel Tatsumi on. Pavel Tatsumi was kind of a dick, but it was still interesting to see him on there of all people. Or Steve Maxwell, if you Steve Maxwell. uh, So Pavel, yeah, Pavel Tatsumi is um, uh, basically the guy who brought Russian kettlebells to America, but he was in charge of like Spetnaz Fitness for Russia. Okay. And then Steve Maxwell is uh, the first ever American white guy, pretty much, to ever have a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt mm-hmm. so he was also like the one of the he was also one of the first really knowledgeable strength and fitness people in America as well that like just knew like a, a whole umbrella of different things and looped it all together all the way from uh agravaic medicine into bodybuilding into everything okay um amazing shit dude amazing well, this has been fun. Do you have any social media you want to plug? Anything else you want to plug before we go? Nah, not really, man. I mean, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's just Beans and Steve. Yeah. Beans and Steve. You know Steve. where to find it in the show notes. I'm going to give you a plug on here, um, story, or even just post it. Yeah, repost it. It comes out Wednesday. So happy Wednesday, everybody. Stay safe. Stay sane. Um, oh, yeah, happy hump day, guys. We only have until, what, April 30th? So I'm going to keep trying to, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to keep trying to put episodes out. But if it gets too hard, we might have a little bit of a break. So um, Until April 30th? What's April 30th? That's when they're supposed to leave us off a little bit of the, like businesses can start opening back up. Really? Allegedly. I don't believe that for a second. I don't, okay. I don't know what to believe anymore, guys. Don't listen to me either. I'm not the authority on this. I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you know better than to listen to me. So thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Fuck yeah, dude. Air All pound. right, air pound for the so, last time on this episode. Bye, everybody. Wait.